0: Streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and BlastTheRadio.com, this is the Lowell Green Show. The number to call and be heard around the world is 613-413-2217. Or email Lowell at BlastTheRadio.com. And now, here is Lowell Green. Oh, thank
1: you, John. Oh, boy you see the front page of the uh, Ottawa Sun today? Isn't that a beauty?
0: Surfer dude. (laughs) Hang ten.
1: What a jerk we have as Prime Minister. (laughs) Okay. I mean, the guy, he's just a total, absolute freaking jerk. No other way to describe it. Buggering off to Tofino, at our expense, by the way, and, of course, spreading CO2 emissions, helping to heat the globe up while he's doing it, while the rest of the country turns itself inside out to try and tell our indigenous people how sorry we are about what happened at the residential schools. Um, no orange shirts for our prime minister. Oh, no, oh, no. Uh, a wetsuit instead, right? He looks so handsome in a wetsuit. What a kick in the teeth. Not only, I, I, I want to make this very clear, not only a kick in the teeth, a snub of the worst degree to the survivors of residential schools, but to the rest of the country, the rest of us, doing the best we can to start a new chapter in our relationship with First Nations. You may think what you, what you like about what happened yesterday with yellow shirts and so forth but the fact of the matter is that a good many people in this country do care are sorry and are doing what they can to try and remedy this situation at least many of us were making an attempt okay but Trudeau I mean it's, I mean it's it's unbelievable it's callous it's arrogant it's stupid this is a man with absolutely no shame. I I don't even know if the man understands the word shame. A man so arrogant, he believes that he can get away with breaking virtually every rule of common decency. Well, we really shouldn't be surprised. This, This guy dressed up in blackface upon occasion, stuffed a banana down his pants, made fun of black people. I mean, I mean, we shouldn't be too surprised if he breaks every rule of common decency. And you know what? He he thinks that he'll get away with this, and I have to tell you something. He probably will. Let's face it. I mean, we Canadians know only too well how warped and shallow this son of a bitch is. Scandal after scandal... And uh, we just say, oh, well, you know, it's Trudeau. He's so cute. He's got lovely eyebrows, lovely hair, lovely smile. And and when he smiles, he crinks his eyes so beautifully. (gasps) Let's vote him back in. And we did. I mean, Trudeau no doubt knows that, uh, oh, there will be a brief fuss um, about this little Tofino vacation. But as with the past, uh, all will soon be forgiven and forgotten. Women in particular will flock to take selfies with him. I'm not trying to insult women. I'm just telling you the facts. You know by now that for every man that votes for Trudeau, about two women vote for him. He's so cute. Um, There's more, of course, than than just this trip. More that really reveals the nature of this warped, shallow individual. This guy is bent. There's something wrong. I, I, I said this a couple of months ago. There's something wrong with this man. Some of these things that he does just are not normal. And, of course, it begs the question, what the hell's with the people around him? Do they not sort of – like, did nobody in his office – I mean, Butts or Butts or whatever the hell his damn name is, all those people that we pay all the big bucks to, did did nobody ever take him aside and say, you know what, uh, Justin, uh, I know you like to get away (laughs) – I know you've had a you know a rough time with the election and all, but uh, maybe you should delay it a day. Maybe what you should do today it's National Truth and Reconciliation Day, declared by you, by the way, national holiday for federal public servants. You told us all to treat this very soberly. How sorry we were. It just might look a little, uh, maybe just a little off center. If you take off for a vacation rather than, you know, what you should probably do is attend some of the functions, maybe in Kamloops at one of the mass they yards. They're asking you, they've asked you a couple of times there. Maybe you should do that. Did nobody in his office tell him that? Because if they didn't, then I, I think we'd better have a whole look at the, the entire office here. Is there anybody with a brain anywhere in the office? I suspect that they did. And you know what? He is so arrogant that he probably just said, screw it, or words to that effect, I don't care. I'm Justin Trudeau. I'll do whatever I want. If people don't like it, well, they can vote against me, which they did not do. So, But the, 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 one of the things that really bothers me is he, somebody somewhere must have known that maybe this is not the best thing to do. Why? Well, because they tried to cover it up. Ah, the web of deceit. Because the itinerary that was released to the media indicated that Trudeau on National Trust or Truth and Recreation or whatever day, Reconciliation Day, that he would be in the office. Uh, he would be doing uh, you know office office here in Ottawa. And it wasn't until, I guess, a very alert reporter, we've got, what, one or two in the country, I guess, <laughs> uh, f- spotted um, the uh, the company jet. Well, that would be our jet. We own the jet. We pay for it, et cetera, uh, headed west. And uh, as usual, I mean, that jet is usually the one that Trudeau travels in. So he did a little bit of checking around. Oh, my goodness. So Trudeau has rounded up his entire family, and he's headed off to Tofino. So once, uh, once this, this news came out, well, then they changed the itinerary, changed and said, no, he was going to be meeting with a number of, of survivors of residential schools in the West. So then uh, I guess somebody, uh, a photographer, caught the son of a bitch strolling along on a Tofino beach in a wetsuit. So they, he wouldn't comment. They asked him, I thought you were meeting with the uh, survivors. He, he wouldn't comment. And then the office put out this, I think, outrageous lie that he spent some time on the phone with survivors. <laughs> so it's, it's evolved from he has multitude of meetings here in Ottawa uh, with with survivors, etc. Uh, he's going to lead the nation in this somber marking of the day. Okay, uh, to uh, well, uh, he's going to meet a number of people out on the west coast, survivors on the west coast. And then that evolved to, well, he spoke on the phone with a number of people. I mean, what bullshit? I mean, folks, this is the Prime Minister of Canada. This is our esteemed leader. This is the man that's supposed to set the example. This is the man who declared National Truth and Reconciliation Day and gave all federal public service in the land the day off. Cost us, what, three, four, five, eight hundred million dollars? Uh, or more. I mean, and, and what does he do? And by the way, he was invited apparently not once but twice to attend some some ceremonies of some kind, one in Kamloops, the mass graveyard that we found, and another one elsewhere. He didn't even buy, you know what? He's so arrogant, he's such a prick, he didn't even respond. Sorry to use the language, folks, but I've had it. I've had it right up to there. This, I mean this this guy represents me, this guy represents you. he's Prime minister of this country. What he says and does reflects on us all. Don't ever kid yourself, okay when particularly people in four countries, when they see the Prime minister doing things like this, they 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 assume that that's all Canadian. I mean we voted for him. Oh, my goodness. Uh, john uh we have uh, what have we got a phone call or uh- your friend nick formerly of
0: eganville he says is on the phone
1: no,
2: no. okay <laughs> hi nick what
1: what's your take on all of this nick
2: well first of all it's not egan it was killaloo and now i'm living in pickle lake
0: i beg your pardon nick. But, that, yeah. that's my fault i'm sorry
1: <laughs> <laughs> Pickle Lake, of the world how of the world pickle lake i know it well yeah, so it? do I. Now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: anyway, uh, you sound. A little, I look. I share your frustration. It's it's enough to pull your hair out. This guy, and I. I think I can say this all honesty. Since two thousand and fifteen, when Stephen Harper told us he wasn't ready, <laughs> I've been saying the same thing, and I'm sure you have too. Oh, Justin no. Trudeau is not, is so much more than just a joke. If you look at some of the stuff that's going on on the international stage, never mind COVID, never mind any of that other stuff, but the international stage, The United States just signed a deal with Australia about nuclear-powered submarines and called them the United States' best friend. Well, that's been our title for as long as we've been neighbors. Yes. Well, what changed? Well, it, what changed is we have an idiot for a prime minister. And when uh, the world looks around on the world stage and they see him behaving in the ways that you're describing, it's not a wonder nobody wants to have anything to do with this anymore. It's not a wonder China's pulling our strings all over the place because he hasn't got the—he's not fit to be a used sock salesman. Uh,
1: used sock salesman, sorry.
2: <laughs>
1: I, I I couldn't <laughs> agree with you more. But you know, one of the I things. Know. One of the things, Nick, that I find astonishing is that there are all kinds of people trying to make excuses for this. Uh, John, uh, you you fill us in on that. You had some people this morning uh, trying to excuse what he's doing here.
0: Oh, absolutely. Being too harsh on him. Stop picking on him. He had a long election campaign. He deserves the break. Blah, blah, blah. You guys are just picking on him because you're staunch conservatives. He can't do anything right. No.
2: (laughs) No. The sad part of all this is, guys, is the fact that. Even if uh uh Aaron O'Toole had won, would things be that much different? I've had a a problem with Mr O'Toole for quite a while because I when you look at the policy plas, platform policies or the the um you know the policies that they're bringing forward their platforms, is it any different than what the twi- what oh, the yeah. Chose? Oh yeah, there's is a lot of, lot of a lot of differences.
1: There's a lot of differences, many, many differences. But I'm gonna tell you this. Whatever you think about Aaron O'Toole, I'll tell you this. He would not be off surfing in Tofino on National Truth and Reconciliation Day. Aaron O'Toole is a decent man. He is not warped. He is not bent. He is a decent human being. And I'm going to tell you this. Any decent human being would not do what Justin Trudeau has done.
2: On that, Lowell, you and I are on exactly the same page. Uh, even, even no matter what I think of Aaron, Aaron O'Toole, you're right. If he if he calls a national holiday for this, then he's going to participate. He's going to find a reservation somewhere or some kind, make Precisely. some kind of, you know, representative um, situation so he can symbolize the way the country feels about this scenario. And Precisely. this guy, brutal, like I said, couldn't sell you socks to to a, a barefoot man. I just. It's
1: ridiculous. <laughs> the thank desk. you, thank 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 you, Nick. The next time you phone, would you please have an open? Thank you for your uh, call.
0: <laughs> can I just ask, uh, a quick, well, Nick? Nick, 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 if you're still there, people are asking uh, what is the name of your podcast and how do they find it?
2: Oh, it's uh, the Nick and Joe. Sh- it's the um, Nick and Joe Show. It's
0: at ThinkRadio.ca. There you go. Done and done. Thanks, Nick, for the call. Every Wednesday
1: night. Up. Is count competition for us but we're we're above this petty jealousy stuff don't, I don't ag- Nick and I don't agree on everything but Nick's a pretty decent guy with a very yeah. good brain as well yeah. thank you very much Nick call anytime you like sir you know i i, I I'm going to leave this for now but we have any, any other people? Like, is there anybody else oh. that's concerned about this, uh, John? Oh, or we, are you and I the only ones? No,
0: no, we got loads and loads of texts. Here we go. Buckle up. Uh, Jennifer says First National Day of Truth and Reconciliation, and this elitist prick tells us all from his phone aboard his jet on the way to have a family fun day on the beach that we need to reflect. Why people can't see that he doesn't give a flying F about our country and its people is beyond me. Ivan, I believe this is the first time we've heard from you. Welcome to the show, and thanks for uh, your comment. You remember when the old man Trudeau uh, gave people the finger, the election's over, we're getting the finger, he could care less. Anne says, not just Trudeau, all the people in his party said, zip. Greg says, okay, now what about the idiots idiots who voted for this fluke? Stephen, I believe this is the first we've heard from you as well. Please name a prime minister who went on vacation on Remembrance Day. Trudeau's actions just solidify how he just does as he pleases and doesn't care what Canadian citizens think of him. Cheryl says, Justin doesn't give a sweet flying fox fart, guys. After six years, Canadians should have known better. What is it going to take? Another comment says, they can't tell him no. Remember what Jody said, he's the boss. They owe their jobs to him. If they say no, they get the door. Imagine how many other days on his agenda say he's in meetings. Shall I go on? You know,
1: among other things, this proves that this, this prime minister, despite all his protestations... He doesn't care one bit about indigenous people. He doesn't care one bit about what happened in the residential schools. Remember that photograph of him kneeling at a gravesite with a teddy, teddy bear, bear? And a, a beautiful photo op. You know, what a phony bugger. I mean, that very clearly he doesn't care. I mean, we should, this should not surprise us. How many years has he been in power now? How many years has he failed to provide clean drinking water to more than 50 native reserves? Six years. This guy's had six years, and they still have more than 50 native reserves where they do not have clean drinking water. If this man cared a whit about indigenous people or anybody other than his, that himself, that he would have fixed that problem long ago. Unbelievable. What a phony, lying son of a bitch. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I'm not a profane man. I've said that before. But this man just, when it comes to this man, it just forces me to pull out the stop. I'm calling a spade a spade, and by God, when I say he is a phony son of a bitch, that's exactly what he is, and and this proves it. And you know what? He's still going to have all kinds of people trying to make excuses for him. I don't understand you liberals. I have I have friends who are liberals. I don't understand how you can put up with this. This is your leader. This is the man that sets the rules for you, that, that that establishes behavior. This is the man that sets the moral compass for the country. God help us. God help us, because I don't see help coming from any other direction. <clears throat> shields. You don't need help if you deal with shields, and I'll tell you right now. They provide all the help you need. Go to their website. There's a, an example of the kind of thing. Furniture, mattresses, appliances, and electronics. Yeah, I, I have to mention the fact that they do they do have a very large assortment of, of electronics, and the service is very good there as well. But appliances, these, these are the chief appliance people as far as I'm concerned in this part of the country. Huge warehouse. Most of the appliances, all the different brands, price ranges, colors, styles, modes, et cetera, in stock, so you won't have a long wait. And don't forget, you're dealing with a local company since 1947 in the same family. Grandpa, father, and now the son. Shields.ca. You'll save yourself a good deal of money as well. Just check them out, folks. You'll see all of the appliances, as I say, all of the colors, all the styles, and the savings. At Shields. John, more texts from you.
0: Uh, over on Twitch, Chrissy says shows where his priorities are. If Gord Downey of the tragically hip were alive, all the work that Gord did, I'm sure he's turning in his grave. I love that comment. Cause I remember Gord Downey, at the final concert saying to, you know, pointing to prime minister Trudeau saying, this is the man to get it done. This is the man yeah. to get it done. Yeah. All right. Christine on Facebook says, In the Citizen, it ends the report by saying Trudeau has not had a holiday since he kicked off a five-week campaign. Oh, boo-hoo, says Christine. We have a text from Barry at 613-413-2217. Lowell, the laws should be changed so the Prime Minister has to fly on an airline and pay his own carbon tax through his ticket price and not on can for one with the taxpayer paying for the fuel and the carbon tax, not to forget that he did it on Reconciliation Day and put shame on the position. He holds uh, Keenan says the outrage is confusing. You hate the kneeling and the teddy bear, but sounds like you wanted him to do more of that yesterday. But yes, your point is sound says Keenan, uh, Tom says, and he couldn't wait one more day to do this. Ray says, isn't it ironic that the federal government who are responsible for the residential schools is rewarded with a stat holiday. Some of the comments on
1: Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. I have another topic here. Yes, sir. Um, I have long maintained it's a a crazy world. And just to prove it, let's very briefly have a look at the situation involving optometrists in Ontario. There is some kind of dispute with OHIP right now. I don't know what it is. There's always dispute underway. But they have withdrawn services to those who I care is paid for by OHIP. Translation, everybody age 65 and over. Are you aware of this? Did you know this, John? No, My wife went my wife went the other day. Could't get eye, couldn't get eye care. Why? Well, because she's over the age of 65 and people over the age of 65, OHIP picks up the bill. It's one of the few advantages of being over the age of 65. But because the optometrists are in a dispute with OHIP, they won't accept payment for OHIP. Well, says my wife, look, I, I, I need whatever it was. Uh, I'm prepared to pay for it out of my own pocket. Nope, you can't do that. What? Wait a, wait, a minute, wait a minute. So you won't accept payment from OHIP, and I can't pay for it out of my own pocket. The law, because it, this would be, I guess, private health care, she can't pay for it out of her own pocket. So everybody, I want you to know, folks, everybody over the age of 65 in the province of Ontario, eye care is not available to you. If you're 64, and pay the, if you're 64, you pay for it yourself, right? You can do that. But if you're 65, you can't pay for it yourself. And OHIP won't they, they won't accept payment from OHIP. You don't think this is crazy? I mean, this is nuts, absolutely nuts. I, I I just throw that out because it surprised the hell out of me, and I suspect that most people aren't aware. I'm I'm sure that if you're over 65. And to try to book an appointment with an optometrist, that you probably were surprised to find this out. Uh, John, any more texts on any of this?
0: Yes, absolutely. Chrissy says, that's bullshit. Who made that call? What the heck? Lynn says, Ontario hasn't given the optometrists a raise in many years. Uh, Tom just got a call about a half hour ago from his optometrist. He says uh, his appointment for this week was cancelled because of this dispute. Chrissy adds, diabetics need an exam every year. OHIP covers it. Now what? And Deborah says the Ontario government was right not to declare truth and reconciliation a holiday. The schools did more to raise awareness of residential schools and injustices than a vacation or a shopping trip. Costco was a zoo, she adds. Carrie says what OHIP wants is a fair price for services due to the cost of their equipment. Some of the comments on I
1: Care. I'm not suggesting that the optometrists don't deserve uh, a, a raise. I'm not suggesting that although, I mean the problem but won't
0: take so, your money,
1: <laughs> but, but, uh, I, I'm not sure whether this is a ruling by or just decision by the optometrist or if it's the law. I, I am not sure. I'm not I'm okay. Unsure. All I know is is that they won't accept OHIP payment and they won't accept money from your purse. So if you're age 65 or over, there's no eye care available to you. As I say, if you're if you're 64, then you pay out of your own pocket, but if you're 65, you can't.
0: You're SOL. I mean,
1: wow. I, I mean, it's, I mean it's it's absurd. There's no other no other way to describe it. And as I, I'm not sure who's responsible or who's right, who's wrong, et cetera, et cetera. All I know is that if you're age 65 or over, we're the ones <laughs> that pay the price. Okay, no question about it. Now, on a on a different topic, I have one other topic. I have, for the better part of about 10 years now, certainly since uh, Trudeau took over, I have been warning that we're playing with fire. In fact, uh, Pierre Polyev is talking about this as well, playing with fire by running up huge debts because the justification has been the interest rates are so low. Pierre Polyev has been warning, and I have joined him in this, you know what, these interest rates cannot remain low forever. They're going to go up. And when the interest rates do go up, look out. I can remember the time, and I've talked about this, when interest rates in this country went to 18 and 19%. I had to pay a mortgage. I'll never forget it, it was 18.49%, a mortgage on a on a cottage property. Um, bank loans were you know, 17, 18%. This was to fight inflation. So I have been warning that, look, you're running up all of these debts now. You're laughing because you say, interest rates are so low, now is the time to borrow. Yeah, but now it's begun already. Bond yields have begun to increase. Now, I know this is very sophisticated. I don't quite understand it myself. All I know is that when bond yields begin to increase, this is always in response to inflation. In other words, as inflation increases, then bond yields increase. And when bond yields increase in price, the interest rate generally goes up. And guess what, folks? TD has become the first bank to announce that it is increasing its mortgage rate on five-year fixed mortgages. Uh, It's presently, or was, 1.99% record low. Now it's gone to 2.29%. Not much of an increase, but still. This is the start, I believe, of an avalanche. So God help people who've got million-dollar mortgages out there and were able to do it because the interest rate was 2 3%. Uh, very soon, uh, right now, very soon, interest rates are going to begin to go up on mortgages. And I suppose in many ways, even more importantly, interest rates. Now, can you imagine? I mean, the uh, the, the national debt, Trudeau's debt, is now well over a trillion point four soon to be about a trillion and a half. All all, the total interest payments for all federal and provincial debt, total interest payments in Canada are now about $50 billion a year, almost a billion dollars a week going out interest payments now. When the interest rates go up, those payments are going to go up. Where's the money going to come from? I don't know. All I know is that Sooner or later, it's going to happen. You know, you can only play with fire so long. Sooner or later, you're going to get burned. And I'm afraid that's what's happening. John, any more texts, any comment on any of this?
0: Kathy says mortgage holders won't realize the high interest rates until the mortgage comes up. Keenan says, ah, the 80s. I remember that. My grandma gave me a Canada savings bond that paid hold, 20%. Hold on, hold on, hold,
1: hold, hold Yep, uh, That's true. But if you're just signing a mortgage, if you're just buying a house, right, don't forget that. No, already, five-year fixed the rate's already gone up and it will go up elsewhere and will continue to go up. So don't ever, don't ever kid yourself. Noted. Go ahead, please.
0: Uh, back to Keenan's comment. He says, ah, oh, yes, the 80s, uh, grandma bottom and savings bond paid 20%. Probably we're not going there, however, but yes, a good time to clean up your debt, folks. Deborah says many homeowners handed in their keys and lost their homes. In 1981, our renewal interest was 20 one percent, and Kathy, wow. yeah, that's credit card interest rate stuff. There, uh, Kathy says, I remember RRSPs were ten percent interest, and April just chimed in moments ago to say governments don't listen to good financial experts; they react in panic. We will never recover from the debt we already had, never mind all the artificial money.
1: Yeah, I mean, what I'm saying to you is, is that the the interest rate increase. This this I believe is the first increase in several years. Could be wrong, I'm not a financial expert. All I know is that the TD Bank has just increased five-year fixed mortgage rates. Other mortgage rates will have to go up, and if mortgage rates go up, interest rates on, on debt will soon start to go up. They may already have started, I don't know. So I, I just I just throw this out, folks. I'm not trying to panic bong or anything else. I, I think, you know what, and, and most people understand, and at least those who have a modicum of, of understanding about anything. Understand that you you don't get a free ride forever. We've had a free ride for a long time, We're close to a free ride on interest rates. That cannot continue. I mean, common sense dictates it cannot continue, and it's not going to continue. Just I, I I I'm concerned about you know ordinary people, their debt, the mortgages and so forth. But I am really concerned about the national debt, one and a half trillion dollars. How the hell? If if interest rates were to go up, let's say five, six, seven percent, which would not be unusual in this country, uh, th- this would mean that instead of paying fifty billion dollars a year in interest, we'd have to pay about a hundred billion dollars in interest, about two billion dollars a week in interest. Just think. I mean, th- think of the ramifications of that. That's money that's not available for homeless. Not available for health care, not available for education, not available for roads. it goes interest on on government loans go essentially to rich people and rich institutions. Ordinary you and I we can't afford to loan government's money. Hell, most of us can't even afford to buy a pound steak but right? so let alone loan, loan government money. So the interest rates this, this is the, the cruelest way, that we have of taking money from working class people and giving it to rich people. Interest rates on the debt. Don't ever forget, they say, oh, well, you know, they, our grandchildren, great grandchildren can pay the debt. Yeah, they can pay it in a hundred years, but today we got to pay the interest. That's the problem, John. Any other comments on any of this?
0: Uh just one. Chrissy says I'd love to learn more about Bitcoin currency. That seems to be what people are into these days. I, I don't know if it works or not. I don't know a damn thing about it. Can't help you there, Chrissy.
1: All right. Well, we're we're uh, almost out of time here. So uh, once again, just want to thank everybody for uh, we we love. We love your comments. We wish they had more. Uh, we'd love to have a few more phone calls. I mean, that's what this program does. But uh, thank you if you depart. If you're listening, thank you all. We'll be back on Monday.